Hello everybody, my name is Craig Bennett and I'm the founder and owner of Tech Views and Help. And today we are doing the first hacking class. In this video we're going to cover where the word hacker come from and how did it get popular. And next we're going to cover the difference between a hacker, cracker, and modder. And lastly we're going to cover the different type of hackers. In our next video we're going to get into techniques and stuff, but this is a basic terminology and pretty important stuff if you're going into the security IT field and also if you are into this yourself what do you call yourself the word hack became popular from the TMRC or known as the Tech Model Railroad Club and this club was and still is today a part of MIT and they formed back in 1946 the club used the term to best describe a person who enjoys exploring the details of a system and how to stretch their capabilities, as opposed to most users who prefer to learn the minimum necessary things to work a system. Later on, this term was brought into the computer world, and now it's called someone that's tech savvy or hacker. The way it was brought into the computer world was most people who were first getting into computers, especially home-built computers that can fit in your house, they uh, modified and loved to explore to figure out their limits on computers. And so far, they have not found a actual limit on computers. At least, the uh, that can't be conquered with new technology. There, uh, there's no clear date or place on where the this word hack in or hacker started as far as the today's terms but later on the word hack and hacker is more known as someone who seeks and exploit weaknesses in computer systems and computer networks it's believed that this last definition of a person who exploit weaknesses was made in 1960 and it was published in the Technology Assistant Program, or TP, TAP, newsletter. And this mostly covered what most hackers call a phone hacker or a, a p-hacker. And what they mostly did back then is made specific noises in a phone, a landline phone. Obviously, they didn't have cell phones back then. But they done uh, specific noises which triggered devices and oversee calls and certain things and the interesting thing is is one of the first hackers in the United States court actually went to jail and they they um, used a um, really outrageous thing to put him in jail the actual lawyer said something to the term I don't have this in front of me but the lawyer said something to the term of the hacker can actually make a particular sound in a phone which can cause a nuclear weapon to launch and strike something. Obviously today we know that's not possible at all. And they were so worried about this stuff back then that when people even sent the hacker emails to the jail, the um, jail by law is supposed to give the emails over to whomever, uh, like any record messages they're not supposed to keep the messages unless it pertains a particular thing as far as a weapon or something 
but if it's just word and text then they by law they shouldn't keep this stuff but they kept some of the emails back in fact i think all the emails back because https or http and all those little things and they didn't know what it was back then and even today most legislators lawmakers and whatnot and majority countries especially in the united states is horrible with technology and unfortunately there's nothing much we can do about that because it's king makers making kings and you can't have a person who knows your stuff in a position like that now what is the difference between a hacker cracker and a modder a true definition of a hacker is someone who has a knowledge of the systems being a computer system sync and particularly computer networks so it's basically a tech savvy person they just have to know it but nothing else they don't even have to physically do anything they just got to know it and most of the time hackers love knowing these things a cracker is someone who breaks or bypasses a security system most of the time crackers tend to use social engineering to get into a system nearly all the time when they use social engineering they act helpful when they want to find out your password so you can literally tell them your password and uh, they might help you but turn around and use it later and so on also they will act helpful to plant a software into a system like keylogger or so and um, this is important to note because of this, it's always a good idea to to change your password after you give it to anyone, especially if it's someone outside your family. And even if you give it to someone with inside your own company, even if it's an IT person, it's a good idea to change your password. It's very important to note that because many times I'm reading off my script right now, but and many times whenever a um, a hacker comes in they could work for another company say company a and try to get information by company b so they get hired on by company b or sometimes and this just happens more than not they just follow someone within that works in company b they follow that person in the doors and they mess with their system a actual good example, believe it or not, is actually within Grand Theft Auto, the newest one. Uh, mission uh, within Grand Theft Auto has to do something with the phone and that first part getting in the building is what a lot of hackers, at least black cats, use when they're going into a environment like that. And uh, it happens all the time. Now, I will get more into this in a later video and on how social engineering and whatnot works but as far as moving on a modder is simply someone who mods a system this uh, mods may be helpful or hurtful and for example if you added ram to your computer then you're a modder uh, even if you added something like um say antivirus software or something like that you're a modder you're obviously doing something helpful something hurtful would be putting some like keylogger or um more so putting something to to sabotage a system a lot of the times when a company is um, going after another company they might put a 
mod on a server and um, I'm doing air quotes here but it, they're most likely putting some type of mod on a server and sometimes this is a self-destruct mod where company A can hire someone to go in put some hard drive in a server and that person leaves and when company B gets too close to company A or or whatever the reason is the company A can send a signal out and that hard drive can blow up or fry the system by short circuiting it or so on. So there's bad mods and good mods, both software and hardware. It's very important to note this. Now, one thing to keep in mind is, um, is a, um, a modder is almost always a hacker they have to have actual knowledge of the system in other words it's not going to work that well but a cracker does not have to be tech savvy so they don't have to be a hacker uh, all the time at least and um social engineering is is one way they don't you don't really know, need to know how the system works if you can use social engineering to get someone's password to get in this is what um i, I think his name's snowden if i mispronounce it and sorry but this is what Snowden did. While he did work for NSA as a contractor, he got the password from a friend, and that's how he got into the top-end, top security clearance stuff. So he used social engineering to hack into a system or as a cracker. And in this case, I think he is a black hat. I'm not. I'm still not sure if he actually was acting on our orders or not it's, there's a lot of theories out there but um also another thing to note is most people who um most people consider anyone who does any of these things as a hacker i believe the reason for this is it's just easier to use the word hacker or hack as an umbrella term and because of this i will most likely use the word hack or hacker as an umbrella term for this and the rest of the videos out there there are several types of hackers and these are all categorized with hats many of you may have heard of white hats black hats maybe gray hats and so on but what does it mean the first that i'm going to describe is the white hat hacker the white hat hacker is also known as a ethical hacker. These hackers tend to be under a contract of some type, verbal or whatever, possibly working for a company itself and hacking into its own systems. And the purpose of their job and contract is to hack into the system either by penetration testing or something, some other means and to close and stop any future hacks so it's basically hacking your own system to see how a hack can be done therefore you can stop a future attack if there is one and a white hacker can also work on their own systems so if, for example if you got a home network and if you're hacking into your own home network just to figure out how a hacker would do it so you can close those loops. Next is almost unknown, and this is a almost unknown hacker. It's the blue hat hacker. 
A blue hat hacker is someone outside computer security consultant firms who is used to bug test a system prior to its launch, looking for exploits so they can be closed. So like beta testing and, and so on. Now we have gray hat hackers. Gray hat hackers are like the white hat hackers but they are not contracted. They basically do the exact same thing as white hat hackers, but again, they're not contracted. They will tell whomever that they hacked how to fix the security problem, how they hacked it, and so on. And they will never use the information they got. Please keep in mind, it's always a good thing to not do this because Almost always gray hat hackers are almost always treated like black hat hackers, like a criminal. And many gray hat hackers have went to jail. I've, I, I can pull up story after story and it, 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 it's crazy on this. So it's not a good idea to act as a gray hat unless you like going to jail or you have some type of permission from a friend for their system or, or whatnot. So maybe you're just playing around with a family member system or something. So it might be okay then if you know they're not gonna put you in jail. Lastly, there is black hat hackers. Black hat hackers are hackers who violate computer security for little reasons beyond malicious or for personal gain. Black hat hackers are also known as crackers. Now there is something out there that's called a super black hat hacker. Most black hat hackers are ones who are um, you know teens and just regular Joe Blows and um, super black hat hackers are ones that are from countries uh, say for example uh, say say China versus United States or whatever a country going out there in their country those would be super black hat hackers also some, same thing with companies going out there in their company those would be also blue hat or black hat hackers specifically a super black hat no most hackers have been white hat and white hats and black hats at one point in their life also, nearly all black hat hackers are white hat hackers, but not all white hats are black hats. And the reason why I'm saying this is if you are a black hat going after people's security systems, most likely you want to know if your security system is secure so you can't be traced. So what you would do is hack your own system, which makes you a white hat and then you'll just go out for other systems for personal gain or whatever and that makes you a black hat so that's what I'm getting at whereas not all white hats are black hats a lot of white hat hackers uh, ethical hackers and whatnot they uh, tend to not break the law because they want to keep their job so they might have done in the past but they're they might not be currently other hacker terms uh, that isn't as important is a neophyte, if I mispronounced that, sorry, 
but basically that is a super new hacker and most people will call them noobs so that's pretty much you if you don't if you've never done this before and you're trying to get into it for your or whatever game for school or work or your own game or whatever then there is script kiddies these are people who crack systems by using prepackaged automated tools. Almost all hackers are script kiddies. It's a lot easier to use a program that you built to break a system than to sit there and do it each and every time. Keep in mind some hacks can take hours or days to complete. This includes basic hacks. I've seen it and um, I've seen where some hacks, even um, hacking a basic computer, can take about five hours. So that's, um, that's something to keep in mind. And unless you want to sit there throughout the entire thing, if it's a basic routine process, there's no purpose to not have a some type of script or program. Lastly, there are pirates. Pirates are not really hackers. Some hackers could be pirates, but for the most part, pirates are hackers, but pirates and hackers tend to get along very well. A lot of hackers tend to be pirates within their life at some point. A pirate is someone who steals the digital media or software. Most companies actually are somewhat okay with pirates. Some companies even said some pirates tend to pay the, uh, the company back for its product if they like the product. Uh, I remember there's a blog post or s some news article or something on Minecraft and the maker of Minecraft actually mentioned this and it's worthwhile to look up. There's also many companies have also mentioned that pirates are a great marketing tool. The more people who has the product then if they get it for free they have a higher chance of liking it even if they steal it and that's a great marketing tool because more people has it the more people who want to buy it and like i said some pirates even buy the product after they steal it um i've done it and i know a lot of other people who've done it because most products you can't really try it there's no demo and the demo sometimes is even limited so in order to know if the full version is worthwhile sometimes you got a pirate and I would say it's, I wouldn't do it if I was you, because it's an educational video and whatnot, but um, that's that's a method of getting a quote-unquote demo. So, that, that being said, pirates are illegal in most of the world, so check your local laws if it is. Now, this concludes our first class on hacking. The next video will talk about the techniques hackers use and um, I highly advise you to watch that it's not going to get too deep into the actual techniques themselves but it's going to get into some important things because these videos will take a little while as this one did now this has been Craig Bennett the founder and owner of TechViews Nope. if you got any questions at any time during any of these videos feel free to leave them in the comment section below and I'll read them and try to help you out as quickly as possible. If you want to remain anonymous, then please feel free to go to techfusionup.com, go to contact us, and feel free to 
email me there and that will go directly to me. Now, if you got any suggestions or whatnot, feel free to leave that below and I'll take a look at it. There's some things I'm not going to talk about as far as hacking because I don't want to target on me. But for the most part, I'm going to try to help you out with what I can. Now, if this video has helped you, then please like, please subscribe, and please share. And again, this has been Craig Bennett from Tech Fuse, and I hope you have a great day.